The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who going this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live. It is Tuesday. It is a different type of Tuesday this this Tuesday. 888-346-9144. Demery Lache is in the studio. I am. Kurt is on assignment. We sent him back to Burbank somewhere, um, wherever in California he ventures off to. Yeah. You know the show. You know how fast it's going to go. So we're going to try to get in and out of a lot of topics. But it's Taco Tuesday. Even better than Taco Tuesday. It is the event of the carnivals. And if you don't know what that is, in different parts of the world, it is Mardi Gras. And I was just trying to think, where am I going to go for Mardi Gras? Maybe Flavors of Louisiana. It's going to hit that up. Has the Mardi Gras. Not a bad choice. Mardi Gras feel. Uh, food's delicious. Not a bad choice. But I'm a vegetarian choice. now, so I don't know. I got I to gotta call and see if they got vegetarian spicy food over there for me. So that could be good. <laughs> I think I might have narrowed it down. I was going to do Taco Tuesday because it was Taco Tuesday, but it's Mardi Gras. They might be trying to charge. Sandbar might be trying to charge to get in the door, and they, they like to make... Hand over fist. Yeah, maybe. But I just realized I may go. Or, hmm, Baby K's, always good. Delicious. It's a lot of places you can go for Mardi Gras. But I think I'm going to go to Fat Tuesday. Why Fat Tuesday? It's Mardi Gras. Fat Tuesday be jumping off bees and everything. I think I got a bunch of bees in the garage, too, mm-hmm. that I can hand out. They can hand out? We were just talking about breasts yesterday. You got to show your breasts when you get the bees, I think. Yeah. I wonder what idiot thought of that. Might have been a pervert. Um, and and New Orleans, maybe you want these bees. Maybe they weren't even from let, New Orleans. Maybe let, they're from like Florida and just Florida ended had, up in New Orleans. Florida has one thing in in Biscon Key, I think it is. They have a one. I think I was down there before and didn't even know it, but they have events of the carnivals, which it was everybody dressed up in all these. Maybe I was on a cruise. I don't know, but I know they have something like that. Could have been Florida, but <laughs> New Orleans, New Orleans. It's a great time to be in New Orleans. I got to find some good vegetarian food because it's, it's going to be hard. What's a good vegetarian food to you? You know what, I'm, you know what I was thinking yesterday? Just no meat at all? I, yeah. I mean, I'm, what's I'm, a, what makes fish. it a good vegetarian food? Something I can eat every day. <laughs> <laughs> Something I can eat every day. I, I was going to get tired of it. You eat it every day? No, no. I, I get, do you get tired of steak? No. But you don't eat it every day. If I did eat it every day, I'd get tired of it. Not me. But steak backs you up. I think my brother was in the hospital for him. He ate steak every day. He was eating better than I was. Man. Ate steak every day. We do have some sports to talk about. I get swole. <laughs> yeah, he bigger than Working me, too. Working on my chest. He bigger than me. Now nah, I'm going to go Fat Tuesday because they got the good drinks, too. They got the, uh, what's the, uh, slurshy drinks. Uh, they got all the, all the different kind of flavors. Right. So I'm going to get a suicide. That's all of them in one cup. In fact, I might go there for lunch. I got to run. I got to make a run, quick run. All right, let's get into a little bit of sports. I did go to the game last night. The Phoenix Suns 
Or maybe I didn't. You went to the Thunder game. Nah. <laughs> no, they played in Phoenix. No, I'm no. a. Um, but we let's we, let's get into Cam. Did you hear his interview? I did. Um, I told you, you know, he was going to speak up for it quick, and um, I knew, I knew it was going to take too long. I knew he had to approach it because they always have that end of the season press conference, uh, well, usually the next day or two days, let the emotions calm down a little bit, and for him to speak out on it. But yeah, I did hear him uh, give his scenario on why he, you know, left the presser and him feeling as you know he's not a great loser. And he, him being honest. Who is? Exactly. Who I mean, is? that's just it's Cam being Cam. Cam See, being I, Cam. I didn't want to make this more about Cam or or the people that are idiots who's never been in that position before. You never lost anything of value. That's something of value. That's Super Bowl trophy. 99% of the guys in the National Football League never make it to the Super Bowl. Put me in that category. Right. 99% of the guys who play in the National Football League never make it to the Super Bowl. You losing something of, of value that you thought you had a good grasp on, and I think the Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton thought they had a, a pretty good grasp on this Super Bowl trophy, this this Lombardi trophy. And outside looking in, and out outside looking in, and we saw them how they performed during a regular season. Yeah, they did have a pretty good grasp. Mm-hmm. We saw the Denver Broncos and their number one defense. We saw the if it wasn't for that defense, they are not in the Super Bowl. The Denver Broncos. And you probably could say that for a lot of teams in position of how far they got and how far they didn't get. You could definitely say that for the Carolina Panthers, even though they have probably, <coughs> as I mentioned, 68 different power formations running game, the yeah. Carolina Panthers. But his interview, it still feel like he really didn't do anything wrong. But I can, I can agree. I hear where he's coming from. Look, Tay again drops the ball because he didn't want to get hit in the Super Bowl. If the Super Bowl, if I get hit hard as I've ever been hit before and it's my last play ever in football, then that's just what it's going to be. I am in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Fun just drops the ball. Cartry drops the ball. Uh, then you have fumbles. If you if you capitalize, then you have a field goal miss. You capitalize on all things. Now, that's a lot of this, this, and that, and it happens in football games, so you can't say, well, if they did this, because if the Denver Broncos would have did a lot of things, it could have been a blowout. Well, they did this, this, and that, but you look at it, and he probably sees those things and know those things and feel like, I didn't, didn't, I didn't do, we didn't, they didn't do anything special to beat us. We just dropped balls. We fumbled. Aaron passes. Aaron passes. So he feel like, I'll be here next year. And I want to get on the other side of that somewhere down the show about getting there next year because I think Denver can get there next year. Nothing changes on their defense. They better do the right thing by Vaughn uh, Miller. That's what, they, that's what they better do. But they have Brock uh, Oswaller they need to take care of. And he can leave and go somewhere, but why would he do that? So we'll talk about that down the road. But Cam feels like, you know, he comes out and say, I'm not a, I'm a sore loser. Right. I don't if I lose, I'm I'm not in the good spirits. And it was two minutes and fifty nine seconds and I seen some type of stat, if I can remember exactly. Six of them was one word. Uh, he asked, he answered sixteen questions. Six of them was one word and I think <laughs> I think six of them was he didn't three or six it was nothing at all. Mm-hmm. They asked him the question, he didn't say anything at all. Looking up at the time because I think you got three minute interview. Yeah, you had to do at least sit there for three minutes. Yeah, and he was time. gone. Two minutes and fifty nine seconds, he'd be fine. Yeah, I mean, talk about it. Yesterday, um, when we left the show, I was even thinking about some more, and I'm just thinking like, okay, the Cam Newton that we have came to see that he is, you know, came to his character 
the whole, you know, big smile, laughing Cam Newton. You know, that's what everyone was expecting to see, maybe a maturity, giving praise to the other team. But uh, he did not do so. And, you know, I was expecting that, you know, maybe obviously he didn't want to, I didn't want to see him have a big smile after taking a loss in the Super Bowl. But I, I thought he could sit up there find and the questions. Smile, yeah, find a way to make light of the moment. Um, you know, I was trying to look for that, but he did not. And, you know, some of the questions, you know, that were being asked to him were pretty direct and it was not fair. I don't think it was. It was questions. It was, it was, it was uh, didn't talk anything about the game. Right. It was more of his challenge, his character. And, as a and Cam Newton, like literally even before, prior to the game, when he had questions about his character, he didn't want to talk about those questions. When those ca- questions about the game or the uh, the film, you know, the reads and about the defense, he was talking about it. You know, he was excited. You know, a little pregame pressers, whatever, before the games. He was literally answering those type of questions. Anything right. about the character? He did not, you know, he downplayed it. And then he brought a light after the game. And, you know, he's very emotional. And, you know, I, I made light of, you know, why is he going to, towards the Marshawn Lynch type thing? That's not who you are. You're not Marshawn. That's Don't not be Marshawn. Be you. Be your character. Don't Just, sit up there for three minutes. That's the reason why Marshawn Lynch is doing that. He took fines for that. Like, he, that's who Marshawn is. $49 million later, he's good. He's good to go. He's retiring. Throw up the cleats on the on the bob wire, whatever it may be, on the phone wires, and I'm looking at Cam. I'm like, that's not you, man. No, that's I don't not know. Cam. That's what that's what really disappointed me. Yesterday, I was just thinking about. It. I'm like, that's not him. Like, that's not. Don't be that guy. See, Cam can't be. Two I understand you people. being real, but yeah. don't be Marshawn Lynch. And I don't know what real is these days. But you can't. You're right. You can't be Marshawn. I mean, he's very emotional. Period. Yeah, and he's he, an emotional guy. He showed both sides of the ways, and he. I mean, honestly, he well, was kind of right. Before. Yeah, I've been there before. Who is a bad loser? I don't want to go up here in front and you know. I take us some losses in championship games and See, I talking to the press, and you you disappointed, but you know you get praise. Cam Newton did not want to. Uh, he was in an emotional standpoint. I'm a bad loser. I'm a bad championship loser, and I showed it to you. See, my thing is, uh, are the people outside of that? I think I was beneficial because I came to a veteran team and I've lost here at the Arizona Cardinals. We've lost. And, um, you know, as a defensive unit, we feel like we always won a football game, but we I was also taught how to be a professional. I don't blame Cam at all for his second interview, for feeling how he felt. Like, I feel like if we would have did those things we set out to do that we've been doing all year, we'd have won that game. And you're right. That was a great football game if you're a defensive guy. You want to see more action offensively, but the action came from the stalemate of what those defenses was doing because it was nothing they were giving up. Yeah. You, you would like to see Takeeb uh, not have a lot of holding penalties or not doing getting two personal fouls or pass interference or Neanderthal, stuff like that. Right. You would like to see um, uh, the cornerbacks out there not holding on a third and long. That doesn't make sense. Get in position. See, guys are not in position or not disciplined. They're out of position. That's where the flags come in. The problem with um, Cam Newton is is that not not the problem with Cam Newton. The problem that I didn't want to see was everybody who didn't want him to win didn't want him to win because they were Denver Broncos fans. They didn't want him to win because he was Cam Newton and they could never be him. And that's the problem with, that I have with a lot of people who's not in a position to do anything great, but they hate on greatness. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton is about to do something great. If Cam Newton stay on this pace right here, five years after he retired from the National Football League, he'd be a Hall of Fame barring any off-the-field trouble. Right. You root against Cam Newton because you're the Denver Broncos fan 
or you're another team, another fan of the team they're playing, mm-hmm. don't root against Cam Newton because you just don't like Cam Newton. Right. You never met Cam Newton. Right, exactly. You never met him. You've never been around him. You you don't know him in, unless what you whatever you see on TV. That's the only thing you know about Cam Newton. Cause you, never, you, you don't you know, know Peyton Manning. But you like Peyton Manning because how he comes across to the media. Right. Everybody's not a media guy. And the one thing about Cam Newton in which, you know, I still applaud him, I mean, he's himself, man. He's not going to get up there and sit on a presser and answer questions like Russell Wilson. He's not going to be Peyton Manning. I'm not Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to be that. I'm sorry. That's what you guys want. Remember how, you know, me, you, and Kurt was talking about, oh, he should have gave praise and yeah. yeah, that's at a professional standpoint in which we're used to seeing that and from an MVP. Yeah. You can do that. But Cam Newton is saying, like, you know, he paid his homage. <coughs> he gave him respect, but he's like, at the same time, I'm a bad loser, man. Like, I'm going to be me. Everybody, I, I, think for the, <coughs> I think for the most part, winners, real winners, right? people who can consistently win, or, or they understand winning and losing. They, when they understand that, and you're so, much, you're so passionate about Winning, you're so passionate about what you're doing. If I'm if I'm sitting in an office right now, and I got a deadline to make, and I'm I'm passionate about it, I know I can get this done. I'm passionate about challenging everybody in that office on that deadline, or or having the best project that I that I'm finishing. If I don't do that, I feel bad. Like I feel bad about that, and I'm not gonna be a I'm not gonna be a happy loser about it. So you don't you can understand it on a lot of levels, on different levels. But if you never, I, I'm not gonna say a lot of people who never played football won't understand because you can be passionate and and competitive in a whole lot of levels. You can be competitive in office. You can be the most celebrated newspaper boy, which I was a newspaper boy, and get those papers out early on Sunday. So people say, "Hmm, this guy, he <coughs> delivers those papers on Sundays." And I wake up, I get my paper and my coffee right here. Right. I want to compete with anybody who's doing what I'm doing. And I don't have to even say a word to you, but I could compete with you just knowing that you are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like when I was in high school. Friday night, we played football. Saturday, we got the paper. Who's doing what I did? Who got the numbers across the country, across yeah. the town uh, in Virginia? Who's over there in, uh, uh, over across the water on, on the beach mm-hmm. got the same numbers? You compete. You don't have to even talk to the people. So when you see that, you, you amp your game up. You say, okay, I got to do this, do that next year. I'm not going to lose. I'm competitive about losing. I'm passionate about winning. So I'm going to have a, a deeper emotion about the one thing, and that's losing. I'm not going to be a, a happy winner, a happy loser. Now, there are some professional guys that come before me, some veteran guys that say, uh, you know, I like you've been there before. I like you've done it before. You know, keep your emotions at an evil kill. And maybe Cam's never been to the – well, definitely we know he's never been to the Super Bowl, so – well, at the same time, he never lost at this big stage level. The Cam Newton that we love to came to see, ever since, like I said yesterday, ever since a high school, college, JUCO, he's been winning these big games. He's yeah. always came through. We've never seen him on a big stage take a loss. And how does he handle that? He showed it. He was he was still himself. Could he have done it differently? Of course, we all wish he could have. We all wish, man. We would, but I I think we need to take a step back. At the same time, I'm not saying. You know, throw this under the rug with him leaving a presser after three minutes. That's not what you do. Cam, that's not who you are. I, I know that for sure. I know for sure that's not who Cam is. I understand he was very upset. Well, I hope not. But, you know, that that's just we can't look at him as the way we did before the season, as the way we did during the season. Cam, you know, you have to be this way. You have to be this way. 
If he wants to be his own way and he's staying out of trouble, still doing things for the community, still coming out, winning ball games, and you know that's the way he take a loss in a Super Bowl. You think? Then he, you think I'm not giving him one? a pass on it? But at the same time, I have to literally take a step back, like I've been doing with him all season, and really look at. Okay, I understand. I have to see where you're coming from. I'm not like those questions he was being asked. Then you bring in Chris Harris, the cornerback for the Broncos, in the same presser room. He don't want to see that. I don't want to see none of this. I don't. What, I don't was, I do was not. Chris Harris in there? Yeah, it's about like a two minute around the two minute mark. You can hear like Chris Harris answering questions. You and shouldn't they, do they that. Thought about you shouldn't that. do that. You should not. That is my time to interview. I don't want to be doing the same interview with the, my opponent or opposing player. That should not. Yeah, I'm not answering anything like that. You bring another guy in from other team, and he's talking about winning, and you asking me losing losing questions or why we lost, like you wasn't at the game. <laughs> you saw the game. You know right. why we lost. And when I said I told you I watched the game again, twice before I even came to the show yesterday. And I said there was a lot that Cam Cam did or didn't do that he lost the game. Mm-hmm. It was those clowns around him. Now Cam now Cam Newton has to. I want to see how he bounced back from this. Yeah. You have to be more professional. I don't care who you are, and I'm not saying, oh, that's Cam being Cam. You have to be a professional, and that's just period. Or you would not be the face. You can be the number one quarterback every year, but you won't be the face. Right. And I've seen that happen too many times to say it shouldn't happen like that. I've seen guys ball out that you think the face of the NFL or the face of this, the face of that. But if you got a bad attitude, I'm not making you the face of my – I got sponsors that make this game what it is. Sponsored to put millions of dollars into this business. Mm-hmm. You look at football. I, I was at the, being at the Super Bowl. I'm looking around and um, uh, talking to some guys, and I say, "All this, this we didn't even got to the game yet." I say, "All of this is for the Super Bowl. All these parties, all these locker rooms and lounges and parties and clubs and everything around the city was for the Super Bowl." Mm-hmm. Millions on top of millions of dollars. So you're not going to be the face of my product if you got a bad attitude because sponsors are not having that. I don't care how big my machine the NFL is. I don't want this idiot the face of my. I'm putting dollars into it, and then my kids are watching these games, and you do promote and market to kids because that's the next generation of National Football League. You're not gonna be the and you're not gonna be the face. So of we're gonna man. hound him on this forever. Who's hounded him? Media, uh, critics. Uh, you know, well, all yeah. these they are jump sites. They it's, are. It's like 217 games, 213 to 17 ga- days before football <laughs> is uh, played again. Before football is answering some real serious questions. Mm-hmm. You know, in between that time and then the height of it when it comes, they're gonna be talking about Cam. What kind of person he is? They could be watching him. Cam can win a Super Bowl back-to-back. Some idiot who just don't like him. And I wonder how these people just say, I'm going to ask him about the Super Bowl two years ago. That's done. Mm-hmm. If he's growing from this and has some growth during that process, then why bring it up? Only because it's Cam. You're not bringing up no pass with yeah. nobody else. Kwame Lachey supposed to talk. Jim Lachey, let's take a quick break. We come back. We talk some Brock Osweiler, why he should stay in Denver for that repeat. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. 
Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines, and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Please join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.org. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back, Formula Life Sports Talk, 888-346-9144, Jeremy Lachey is in the studio, 6'6", 235 pounds, senior from Bismarck, North Dakota, are you ready for some football, Carson <laughs> Wentz, Carson Wentz, are you ready for some football? I'm ready to see Carson in the NFL. Carson need to come to Arizona, Arizona about to do whatever they can, he's going to be gone. Stop it. He's going to be gone. Stop, Stop what? It. Who's the next quarterback? Carson Promagrin to go, you might as well get another Carson. Stop it. Carson. Carson wins. He ain't. Don't even look towards Arizona. No, he's not. No. Wait a minute. The Cardinals will. He will be great no. in that system with Bruce Aaron. Bruce Aaron's of a quarterback. Of course he guru. will. But. But what, what? Cleveland's not going to pass on it. Dallas may oh, not Cleveland pass needs on a quarterback. it. I know what I'm saying. The Cardinals need to do what. That's why I said this. <laughs> Cardinals need to do whatever they can to get this guy. But then you're going to cost them down the road two or three years trying to pick up a guy in North Dakota State. Who was. Pro- Prototypically ready. Mm-hmm. He's from North Dakota State, Bisons, and um, I think he's ready to be that next guy. And who? Andrew Luck. I think he could be the Andrew Luck guy. I think he can too. Come in and get it done. You know what? He plays and he played in a more. I don't know because they had a little pro style up there, uh, North Dakota, North Dakota State. So yeah, I can see definitely Andrew Luck comparison for sure. That's where KJ um, need to go because they always got quarterbacks over there. They're always winning. Yeah, winning. I don't care they, about they winning. They win. They winning. throw the football. Yes. They, they, oh, they treat them players very well. They take care of them boys. There's nothing up there but There's bison. There's nothing up there but the bison. <laughs> There's that's, nothing up there. And that's everything up in North Dakota State. Isn't they, there treat them the, uh, like, they treat them like the Cowboys up there. I'm dead serious. Well, you mean better than the Cowboys. You mean like who's I'm talking Dallas. <laughs> I know. Yeah, better than the Cowboys. Wyoming is, is right across the way. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Them the Cowboys. But, you know. Wyoming's head coach now yeah. was the one who was coaching North Dakota State uh, when they won their first three national championships. I'm going to call North Dakota then State. Then the last two, he obviously opted out and went to North, uh, Wyoming. So He need to. He got to go somewhere. He can't go to. He's He started showing some. KJ starting to show me some different things that I'm 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 surprised about it. It's not good. Okay. Yeah, that's. I don't yeah. think we can talk about I'm it. So, I don't yeah. think we're gonna talk about that on air. Could be my fault. This guy got a Range Rover. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah, he think he, it's okay. He got too many friends that he think is friends. 
Come on, man. You better stop. You ain't got to <laughs> learn the hard way all the time when somebody already been through the hard way. You know when I got a car, I had a 626 Mazda no antifreeze in it. Didn't know anything about no car. I just used the Pell Grant money. <laughs> I didn't get that to college. Oh, yeah. My senior year. Well, one of my senior years. I think I've had two senior years. Anyway, the Golden State Warriors are coming here tomorrow, and we don't have tickets. This is what I talk about. I've got to fire people. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. I shouldn't even be talking about this. I said, we are going to the Golden State Warriors. Phoenix oh, we're Suns going to that game. I'm going to have to go. Do, I'm going to say, tickets, please. What tickets time the game t- start? We're going to that game. Oh, man. No matter if you like it or not, we're going to be in the building. Let me say something about the Suns. We're going to be in the building. That man, Steph Curry. But but I was. Um, Did you catch the game Saturday night? I catch all the Steph's night before. Game. He you called me and tell me. You were in. And, what? Go ahead. He calls me and tell me um, he's playing. San Francisco, you was in the Bay Area. <laughs> I'm going I'm to I'm roll over that one. You was in the Bay hate, Area. You just like the Cam I was watching Newton on fans. TV. I'm like, oh, man, I wonder if Kwame got a ticket there to go see OKC and uh, go to state. I heard that was the hardest ticket in town. Yeah. I heard it was hard to Come get on, that ticket got, than the Super Bowl. You got KD and Westbrook coming to <laughs> Golden State. Jay-Z and Beyonce was there. You know when they there together. They, they, oh, you know it's a big what They was there because of the San, uh, Super Bowl. Of course. Beyonce was performing. doesn't matter. She you know it's a, You know it's a huge you better stop. <laughs> what, what, Jay-Z? Jay-Z can't beat me. What are you going to do? He ain't going to rap me, Rap me to death? Maybe. He can't even beat me rapping. For but one. what a game. I mean, Yeah, it was a great game. It was, you know what, that's the team I've been, we've been talking about that since the season kicked off. I can't wait to see how Russell Westbrook will pair up against Curry. And, you know, Curry and them, they came out, you know, they they were balling. They went up by like 28, 29, but Curry didn't have a strong game until like the good finish that he always you know, talked out to be he's a great finisher, and, you know, when he needs him, he's a great closer. But him and Clay Thompson only shot like two for 15 on threes for the game. So I was a bit nervous coming down the stretch there when OKC was making it run and they tied the ball game up late in the fourth quarter. I thought Durandum was going to pull it off. I mean, it was it was a fun game to watch, the kickoff, you know, the whole little Super Bowl weekend, whatever it may be. But it was a great game to watch. I, I, I was impressed, you know, to see that game becoming so close. And now, you know, with tomorrow coming up, we get a chance to see Curry live. I, I mean, it, it it has to happen. I'm definitely going to go be in that building some way, one way or another. My part time uh, marketing, PR, marketing, not marketing, uh, intern. I just got this report. It's something what you said, and I'm gonna get right back to that. But I just came up <laughs> um, when they was doing the interview. They can hear the people talking bad about Cam Newton. Yeah. So it's kind of what you say it was in the other room. So if I'm listening to that and you ask me questions why I'm lost and I'm hearing how I lost or why I lost or why I wasn't, then you dapping on me in the interview. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Clowning. I'm out. Clowning, mm-hmm. but that part would never be spoken. Yeah, no. It, but it, see, it would always be a whisper. They're going to make that into a rumor. Right. Oh, that's just a rumor. Chris Harris was doing that. that yeah, it was Chris Harris. Right. right. The corner. There was really no other way for the 2015 NFL season to end and Cam Newton facing criticism in the media for his behavior once more. So it was after the Carolina loss to Denver Broncos in the Super Bowl 50 that made the media fail on Newton's one final time. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. If you don't like Cam Newton, you got to tell me why you don't like him. You don't have to tell me, but here's what I'm thinking. You don't like him because... He's Cam Newton, not because you're a Denver Broncos fan. We'll get to the more than that. We got other stuff to talk about. I wish I would have went to that game in Golden State. I was out there. That would have been a great game to go to. I wasn't even thinking. Yeah. 
But I think I, but I had so many appointments to do. I had so many. Uh, I mean, it's California I period. It's a lot to do. It's a lot going on in California period, plus the Super Bowl time. Yeah. And, you know, that was there for your main. But, yeah, that game was one heck of a game to watch. What Jay-Z and Beyonce was there? I didn't see Jay-Z at all. <coughs> he must have been low He was at the game. He was at the Super Bowl. He was with Usher and yeah. Swiss Beats. They all had a Kendrick Lamar. They all had a suite together. That's because all of them had the same same little, little thing they do. Mm-hmm. They got that uh, Jada... Will and uh, <laughs> Tisha and uh, Mark. Well, we got the game tomorrow. tomorrow. And I, well, I went to the game last night. So here's the Phoenix Suns. The Suns, last time they met, they played them tough last night. It was a tough game. Yeah, yeah. They, some it was of the tied highlights. up, and then they went up. Mm-hmm. Then I think Kevin Durant hit 25 of his 32 points in the second half. Wow. This guy's incredible. He went off. He went off. And it didn't even look like it was quietly. But he might be the best scorer in the NBA. He might be the best scorer in the NBA. Is he the best scorer you've seen live in the NBA today? Jordan? Today. Today? Today's game. Oh, that's that's tough. Seen he's Kevin Durant play last yeah. night. He's unstoppable, though. I mean, you've seen Eric Bledsoe play, too. You've seen him take off a game. Oh, this, this is what I was going to tell you. Why don't John Calipari come here? Let me tell you why. <laughs> Let me tell you why. He got some first rounds on his team right Let now, right? Let me tell right? you why. <laughs> right? He got some first rounds on his team, right? Yes, he does. The Phoenix Suns has one, two, three, four, five Kentucky Wildcats on that roster. And I'll guarantee you through free agency, he could get them back. These guys are playing at a high level professionally for him because the game has changed. And they understand. They're comfortable playing him. They know what's expected of their coach. Their coach knows what's expected of them. He's coached all these guys. They have four on a roster for the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. Why are they not winning? Devin Booker, I'm going to tell you who I am very impressed with. Archie Goodwin. We watched him play against the Suns, and we just wonder why. This guy, 6'5 guard? Yeah. Came out early. He played He played so hard. He played with a ton of effort. And I think a that's lot the of effort. Word. The game we went Energy. to against San Antonio. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't give him a lot of credit because San Antonio is a great defensive team. They're coached by Coach Popovich. This team is, like, defensive lockdown, a lot of veteran leadership. And Archie Goodwin's out there balling. He had 20-plus points. You know, he was doing everything he could. Yeah, Tony Parker didn't play. Tim Duncan didn't play. But Kawhi was out there. Boris Diaw, the guys who made the playoff run, those guys were out there. And yeah. Archie Goodwin, yeah, he, he's a little turnover prone a little bit, but that's because he don't get a lot of shine. Give him he the don't ball. get a lot of play. He's trying to be a point guard. In his mind, he's from Kentucky. In his mind, he'll score. Yeah, yeah exactly. He'll yes. score. That's what he tried to do at Kentucky. I mean, his Kentucky year that he was there, he – you know, he wasn't the uh, the big time five star prospect coming in. You know, out of high school, out of high school he was literally like a top five player. Yeah. Period. Six five guard. You know, going to college, he had a rough year. He had an up and down career at Kentucky, and you know he still found his way in the first round draft pick. You know, in the first round to get picked up by the by the Suns, and he's playing great basketball. He plays with a ton of effort. It was five, that's all you can ask for. Five Kentucky guys in that arena last night. Five. Fourth with the Suns, and yeah. then remember uh, Ines Canner. Yes. The center, he's 23 years old, his fourth year. These guys come out early there. There were two Kansas guys, Nick Collison in his 11th year and uh, Markeith Morris. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm T.J. Warren. I'm not going to even get into them. But they got, they got, they got, their roster's full of guys from basketball schools. Not somebody coming from uh, UC Santa Barbara. Not somebody coming from. Uh, well, yeah, he, he's not playing. No. He just got picked up because of injury. Coming from Tennessee. <laughs> but they got they got basketball guys 
from basketball schools. The problem is they all coming out early, so they don't get the that tutelage from a, a, their coach because they're allowed to go to that certain school, University of Kansas, uh, Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke. You're yeah. allowed to come out early because right. my business as a head coach in college is to win national championship. That's what my business is, in NCAA. Mm-hmm. They're a young team. Earl Watson's not a bad coach, but I think – He's just only going to be here temporarily. Yeah, that's why. That's why I brought up to you. Why not go get um, Calipari and his twenty-five million a year, or was it twenty a year? You never getting yeah, that fool. Something like that for you ten nev- years, guaranteed. You guaranteed. You never because he'll say, "Hey, throw that out there. Let's get this buzz going." And then some, somebody interview me, I'll deny it. Of course, I'll deny it. Well, let somebody pick it up. <clears throat> yeah, but if somebody pick it up, like I, I'm fool. out. Like a fool, because he did it before. Phoenix Suns will never put themselves in that situation to no, ever. They'll be behind the eight ball forever. Ever. Yes. They're going to. I, I mean, I hope they get this team together, man. I, I really hope, you know. They the, played the pretty Suns, good last the night. Phoenix, the, the state of Arizona, the city of Phoenix, I mean, it is some great fan support when you're winning. Um, the, the fans will come out. They will come out and support. Man, the fans I've seen that with the bums. I've seen that with the D-backs. D-backs have been a bad team. I'm a fan whether you win or not. But I've, I've seen – the culture of the D-backs, people support them. You've seen the people support the Coyotes. You know, Coyotes were not a great team last year. Remember, we went out to the game. Yeah. They were one of the worst teams. We the went to two the last two worst place. <laughs> yeah. Two we last went to the two last place. That's the tickets we get. So, <laughs> yeah. it's literally like, but the fans there, they support them. When everything was going through the court, you know, they should move the arena. Fans supported that. That's crazy. The fans will support. You just have to, you, now, like, I'm not going to support something. You're not going to put the effort into it. Right. Phoenix Suns organization, y'all got to get this thing correct. You got to get this thing right. You fired Jeff Hornacek, and I like the aspect of the GM say, you know what, I did mess up. He did come out and say that. Like, he had I no messed choice. Up. He was in a corner. He of had course. no choice. Yeah, but he, he stuck to his guns. He, he actually spoke up to it. Like, yeah, I, I messed this one up, but we're going to get this thing right. And I hope to see it because, it's. I mean, it's an exciting team. The, the fan base, they will show up. The fan base in Arizona. The Cardinals is winning. Your D-backs has made some moves. The Coyotes is winning. The, the women's Mercury is winning. Now it's time to make these sons, you know, make this a winning season. Everybody will come out and support. Because now the football season over with, what are we going to look at? I'm not about to go watch. You know, no one is going to be a fan of a 13, 14, 15 game winning team right now yeah. in the NBA. I will go to every Suns game if they act right. I don't care if they lose it, just to show support. Yeah. It's, it's a good atmosphere. Uh, it's, but it's sad when we like we went to the San Antonio game like last night. People only showed up because Oklahoma City Thunder was coming here. Mm-hmm. Show up for your fans. You, you, it does help. It does help when you when you in the arena and supporting you supporting your team. Yeah. But nobody's in there. But then they are like, we just want to come to the game see Oklahoma. Maybe. Of course. Oh, tomorrow night, Golden State. Tomorrow night, it's gonna be packed. It's going to be a showcase. It's going to be pop- – but they didn't play you bad at all popcorn. last night. <laughs> they get your popcorn ready. I, they did not play bad last night. That's what I'm saying. Right. And Talking Stick Arena, they did not play bad. They showed up. And the last time they played Oklahoma City Thunder, was, it was a close game, I think, 110 and 106. And um, who was it? Tyson Chandler had the double-double. 13 mm-hmm. points, 10, re- 10 rebounds. Wish he would have had more than that, but – I mean, that team in disarray already. So mm-hmm. you got to find some type of chemistry. you got four Kentucky guys on that team, you better find, you better get a coach. I'm not saying Earl Watson can't get it done, but you better find somebody who can bring that. Put nah, that, he's just filling in put the moment. Put that chemistry. Well, yeah. in the moment. We all know what this well, is. Well, like, like is uh, my man got fired in uh, New York, um, Derek, Derek, Fisher. Derek Fisher. Yeah. They got Ramsey. 
Rambis. Kevin Rambis. Is it Kevin Rambis? Played with the Lakers back yeah, in the day. Rambis. He's a, a assistant coach. Well, he's now an interim head coach. Yeah. yeah. So what is what is they what are they going to do? First of all, get rid of Carmelo. That's Carmelo Anthony. That's one thing. Uh, if I'm Carmelo Anthony, I'm saying, look, I'm such a New York guy. Went to Syracuse from New York. See if you can get two players for me and send me somewhere good. You can send me out of the East because I will destroy you if I play against you again. Mm-hmm. Send me somewhere else. But I don't know where else he could go that's the teams is already relevant. You got to send him where he's going to make a difference. Probably anywhere, but he, you got to know you are not the star of that team who already right. got stars. Like the Golden State Warriors, anybody come to them next year, they only going to get better. Look where they are now. They only going to get better. That chemistry they have is different from any other team in the NBA. Right. You can come there. If you were Carmelo Anthony, you come there, you're not getting in the starting lineup. You're coming off the bench. The only way you start, and one of my starters are hurt. And here's my bench. Ellington, you got um, Barbosa, Iguodala, who's defensive of the player of the year or defensive finals of the year. Mm-hmm. They have a bench. They got three guys coming off the bench right away. Where are you going to start in Golden State? So you got to go somewhere where you can get them over the hump. But I know you want to win an NBA championship, and if you take a pay cut or get traded, let them trade you, the New York Knicks might be relevant again. Maybe. There's talks, I guess, today, rumors. Uh, if, you know, the Knicks make a push towards, like, a Russell Westbrook, they don't get a victory or if they don't uh, win a title this they year. They about that. They're going to make a run at Westbrook. They're well, I mean, it's, it's at, only right business They're going to make a run at Durant. Uh, it's, it was rumors really picking up when OKC was playing at uh, – this past weekend in uh, Golden State, they were talking about you know Kevin Durant. This this would be his top choice. I saw that. Well, he would. Yeah, he. They're saying that's his top choice. Rumors. State, these rumors falling into place into Golden State. They played in the finals though, and they lost. Everybody, the pinnacle of your awards wise. This has nothing to do with money, but it had come later. The pinnacle of your career is winning that championship game. You want to be state champs if you're in high school. Mm-hmm. You want to be NCAA champs if you're in college. You want to be world champs if you're at a professional level. He'll get that. KD and Golden State, having not messed up any chem- chemistry, mm-hmm. who comes out? Who's the third guy? Who's the number three guy? Uh, they were Draymond Green? Yeah, Draymond's number three. He's not right coming now. out. No way. They just paid that brother. Well, I'm, I'm talking about he's not – KD want to play four. He's – He's that's why I say he's the most prolific scorer in the game right now today. And I'm not even saying that I'm saying that in the league where LeBron James and Stephen Curry is in. <coughs> he's six five, six six. He might be even taller than that. K D. Durant's like six nine. Six nine. Six, and and yeah. plays like a guard, mm-hmm. tall as a forward, mm-hmm. does it all on the basketball court. But that's exactly what OKC I mean OKC. That's exactly what Golden State kind of Represents. We'll we don't have big men. We have, you know. We will talk about some Brock Oswald. I promise you. No, I really don't promise you. I don't like doing that. But <laughs> we uh, we'll talk about that on the way coming back. And I want to talk about KD could just he could just stay there for one more year. Who am I supposed to talk? We'll be right back. Flagship station for sports. 
Nebraska Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. All hunting seasons have pretty much wrapped and our freezers are full. So we're taking you from field to freezer to table this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav with our foolproof guide to wild game cooking. We'll have wild game recipes to share, what seasonings best showcase its natural flavor, the newest innovations in cooking wild game, and the three biggest don'ts to stay away from. And it's all happening this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on The Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. No, I will. You need to lay this down. Thing is, man, this thing's about to be over. Yeah. By tomorrow. I know what it let me, is. Let me ask you this. Uh, this show is coming up. Some good events. Yeah, but let me ask you this, though. Cedric the Entertainer, D.L. Hughley, George Lopez, Eddie Griffin, Charles Murphy, Charlie Murphy. Who performs first and who performs last? I'm going to tell you who I put on the stage first. It'll definitely be Charlie Murphy. Okay. Last, I would I would definitely put Cedric last. Mm. Maybe DL. Just because those are the big headliner names. Eddie Griffin is no joke. That Kansas City, Missouri guy is real deal. Yeah. He'll Him, probably he, go number two, though. He and, yeah. To get he the and, crowd juices going, picking up from Charlie Murphy. Well, you got the first guy got to set it off, and that might be. Uh, Charlie going to set it off with a couple giggles. He could. Because Charlie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's Griffin going to come in. Y'all know why y'all here. So, where you putting George Lopez? In the middle. He going. Right, right in the mix. Number three. They only got George Lopez because they come in Arizona. He ain't doing it in Atlanta. What? <laughs> <laughs> he will perform with it. <laughs> George Stop Lopez it. is funny. Lopez is funny. His wife gave him a, a kidney, and then he divorced her. Oh, man. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer. Man. You say he goes on last? Oh, definitely. He ain't got that Bernie Mac flair. He ain't. He does. Just on the stage with Bernie Mac, Steve Harvey, I mean, D.O. Hughley. I will, I will put him last. Of course Bernie Mac going last on that one. He probably put this all together anyway. But I will put him last, but this is the comedy get down. But see, I see Cedric kind of downplaying and being the host, come out, setting it That's off. That's what he might do. He might wanna, come out in between come last. Like, nah, I want to see him. He's not that funny anymore. Yes. He's funny on that. Um, I haven't seen him stand up in a while, but even his stand up during the uh, Kings of Comedy. 
Had me rolling. They are not even kings of comedy. I didn't see Richard Pryor and, and Eddie Murphy in that thing. Wow, that was kind of during that time. They were the kings. They know they are not no kings of stand up. They were they were the kings of stand up during that time. Mm-mm. Think about it. Before that, it was it was all Def Jam comedy, right? Martin uh-huh. Lawrence. Yeah. Maybe they could threw him in there. Uh, yeah, Dave what, Chappelle, Chris Tucker. Now, maybe they could have been in okay, there. Okay, you named maybe. all three of those guys. Why? Why neither one of those guys were in there? Somebody else came with the name. It wasn't them. They just got paid off and did this world tour and then put it on on a, on a movie screen. Right. They, they are not the kings of comedy. They have, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac is the king. Stand up. Yeah. No question. Because I watched how he when he started. Well, I guess I wasn't around when he started, started in Chicago. But when he right. was getting on TV, we saw that. See, all of them that tell a story, even like... Uh, Steve Harvey was funny. Steve Harvey. If I was if I was that Steve guy in the Harvey audience, I would have beat man. Steve Harvey down. Took my coat. Oh, yeah. I would have beat him down. Oh, yeah. I ain't playing. I'm in, he we, knew we, that guy. He better have known him. <laughs> I think he knew the guy. What's my man who um, who passed away uh, with baby kids? Harris, uh, what's his name? Had the baby kids... Um, See, all of them in their com- comedy sets, they tell a story. And next thing you know, that story is a TV show. Yeah. Like Bernie Mac, his, his, uh, talking about his, his nieces and nephew, mm-hmm. that became the Bernie Mac show. Yes. Yeah. D.L. Hughley had a show. Um, but th- that's not funny. Let's get into some more sports. But that's what, what we got to do. There is a show coming up somewhere in the uh, uh, Talking Stick Arena. That's yeah. What, Rihanna. March 1st, Rihanna will be on stage. You going to that? Got to find a way. Her head too big. Gotta find it. That's fine. You know all the big heads she needs. You probably think Rihanna cute. She's pretty. Okay, that's good. That's different. That's different. Pretty is right before cute. I mean, right after cute. Yeah, she's pretty. Oh, okay. She okay. Wow. She is. Come on, man. She's just okay. Stop it. Okay. Girl's R- pretty. Rihanna Holly Berry. Holly Berry is beautiful. But Rihanna then, is pretty. That's two steps up. Holly Berry killing her. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. I agree. All right. She's gorgeous. Holly Berry, Jane Kennedy. Holly Berry. Oh, you drunk now. <laughs> you drunk. <laughs> All right, man. Why should Brock Oswald stay in Denver? What do you mean, why? I'm, I'm asking why. It's just a rhetorical a championship. question. That's why. You got a championship defense. That's why. Yeah, exactly. You got a Super Bowl team that. You know, I'm just asking you the questions because I want to okay. answer. Okay, so, right, yeah. all right. Because I don't think he should why. leave. I don't think he should leave. But go ahead. No, there's no way he should leave. Gary Kubiak has really implemented this offense to one enhance. of four coaches who, yeah, first year. But went, I think this will enhance uh, Brock Osweiler's play. It's a simple playbook to me in this aspect. You already got Pro Bowl, All Pro athletes on the outside. Then you bring in Vernon Davis. Now you get a whole offseason, a whole year. To bring this guy yeah, along he step it up. and find out, you know, that you see if he got that juice. <coughs> I didn't hear a lot of Demarius Thomas uh, <coughs> name in this game. Demarius Thomas? Yeah. No, not at all. I didn't hear a lot of I his mean, name. I mean, Norman kind of had that on lock, but Demarius Thomas is a deep threat guy. Peyton Manning was not throwing the ball. Oh, he past can't yards. Beat. So Brock that Oswald was not going to make him relevant again. Right. Well, he's already he's, he's already he's already relevant. He's already yeah. But you got the number one defense, and those got most of those guys are coming back. By most of them, I mean, you just implement one or two guys, you're still in the same position. Defense win championships. You got a guy who got a stronger arm than Peyton Manning, so the, so the downfield opens up with Brock Osweiler. He's an unrestricted free agent, so you got a choice if you Denver Broncos, if you um, John Elway. You're going to have to franchise Von Miller, and you're going to be doing Von Miller a disservice, although he might be getting 16 to $20 million for one year. Right. But – he won't that in signing bonus. 
and then you got to sign the quarterback. There's no other quarterback, Carson Wentz, that you can get off the. Uh, <laughs> there's no other quarterback that you can get in this in this lead right now that's going to come out here and do. Especially you got a guy with a Brock Osweiler who knows the offense, who won five out of the five games. Was it five games he started? Or was it seven games? Because I think he was five and two in the absence, and they tried to say, "Well, Peyton Manning was hurt." Well, it was Peyton well Manning. enough games. I don't know the exact number. It was it was well enough games yeah, to see five if games Brock is our two. guy. I mean, now he might be just he's because he can perform. He's the only guy in the locker room that could throw the football harder than Peyton. But looking forward, can I can we trust this guy as a leader. Than Peyton, right now, I, I know you can, but you're not in that locker room. I know that's what I'm saying. But you, who's, who's the third quarterback? <laughs> who's the third quarterback? Who knows exactly? Don't who, nobody who know knows? the third quarterback. Who knows? But but he's there. But the simple fact: he's a if you're gonna go early, if you're gonna draft early, you better hope you better play this kid early. If it's a Carson Wentz, then he need to be in there day one. They got the last. Pick it's of the literally. Well, yeah. If they, I mean, you can make some moves. You got some talent. You I can wouldn't trade do it. around. I'm the number one defense. If you trade for a guy like Carson Wentz, if you make those type of moves in the first round, set your franchise back two years. Exactly. He better be that that, that day one guy. That's literally right. throwing in the face of Brock Osweiler. We never believed in you. If you can, if you draft Carson Wentz in the first round, I'm Brock Osweiler, who you have to pay anyway. Regardless, of, you have to pay him something. It's time to give him his time. I mean, you got the best defense in the NFL. It give give Osweiler the time. Give him about two years. He don't need time. At the most. He can win next year and go to the Super Bowl. He could, yeah. The, the Denver Broncos can easily, and there's nothing easy about football, but they can be in the Super Bowl again next year. Right. He won five right. out of two out of seven games. So you call him kind of like the modern-day uh, Joe Flacco, almost, except for Flacco started since day one. Yeah, Flacco was a starter. But if you look at the same concept, the way how Flacco came in the game, the way he came upon the scene as a household name but, was because of that defense. Right. I was going to say they had they the won number that one championship defense. Because of that defense. Well, offense is only good as the defense. This is not Warren Moon's Houston Oilers. <laughs> <laughs> this would all, they had four receivers. They was killing everybody. You couldn't stop it. Right. This is not uh, uh, Mark Rippian uh, or Doug Williams watching the Redskins, mm-hmm. but they had the fun bunch. Now the game has changed. You can't run that. Oh, them receivers, you can't even hit the receivers anymore. No I guess you should go to a spread offense. But then you got to protect your quarterback. It's at all times. At yeah. all times. No, I think uh, it, it, rhetorical question, but you know, I, which I still require to answer. They got the number one defense. You a winner. You proven you won. ASU guy. You proven that you can win on that level. But that defense is a huge part of your winning. Why you was in position to win? Because you was playing on a short field. You make a couple plays here and there. I think it was seven games he played in. He won five of them. Yeah. That is winning. He was getting him to field goals. Yeah. You know, he wasn't. I take field goals in Denver. Of course he would. We got a short, short amount of field. Yeah. You got, you got it with a high altitude. Well, it's only 5,000 feet up, but it's just mile, mile That's how high. Russell Wilson made his living. I mean, short, short field play. Yeah. Because of that defense. I mean, he grew into a, you know, I think now a prolific quarterback for sure. He proved that this year in Russell Wilson. But you bring looking at Brock. Wilson. You bring up Russell yeah. Wilson. Seattle Seahawks go deep next year. I think they will. I think they. I think they still will be a threat. I know they have some guys, some big name guys who've been a part of this uh, nucleus for the past couple of years. Going to be gone. I heard Bobby Wagner may he's may gone. be out. Yeah. Um, no, no, he's a and, linebacker. And, yeah. No, he's not going anywhere. He better not. They better I, not let well, him go. Well, I saw. I saw. You know, it's some. It's some couple of people. Javon Curse, the receiver. Uh, He's talking about, I don't know if his name's Javon. I'm thinking of the D-line. D- you think D-line. Javon Curse is the line, uh, D-line in uh, maybe a, Florida, came out of Florida. A receiver, Curse. I like his athletic ability. I like him. But he, he he's already said he wants to test free agency. I think he'll land in a good 
winning organization again. Detroit. Oh, he'd no, be in Detroit. Please don't do that. Please don't follow your boy uh, Golden Tate. He'd be in Detroit. You're not following him. You already got a ring. You're going for the money now. <laughs> the pinnacle of my career is winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. 99% of the guys in the NFL never get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, but you I already got, got a Jimmy Super Graham. Bowl. <laughs> Jimmy Graham. What are they going to do with him? Who knows, man? So who, who wins the NFC West? And I'm asking you right now. Right now? Yeah, I'm asking you, you right now. Me? We just, we NFC just West. off the you, show. You want my answer? The Arizona Cardinals are going to win the NFC West again. Yeah. They're getting everything back. They're not losing a piece. You get to go in the draft. I think they need to attack some D linemen. What quarterback is that? Some pass there? rushers. They need a quarterback. You can get a quarterback. Uh, Where? I don't Who's know. Who's out maybe there? The guy, maybe the kid from Penn State. Maybe one of those. Maybe. No. I was going to say Boykin, but no. No. Bo- he's not coming he out. Can't stay out the, he can't stay out the bars. Oh, yeah. That's right. He is. This is the year he's coming. He was supposed to be, you know, first round, second round, going into the season. No, if you're an idiot. I, I, um, or maybe the guy out of Penn State, you know, they say he has a strong arm. Uh, strong arms will last you in this NFL, in this day and era. I mean, you look, at, you look at Osweiler. I hate, I couldn't stand him at ASU. You they were like, him. oh, my God, he's 6'8 quarterback. Yeah, but he, he's terrible. At, at ASU, I thought he was a – I didn't look, think he was that good. you got to give – th- in my opinion, there's not a lot of Andrew Lux and – Guys who can come out no, and play right no, now. Right. You got to give these guys two years. Yeah. That's why I say the Cardinals should draft somebody that's going to be a strong year. Because mm-hmm. whoever they draft is going to have to play in two years. You're going to have to sit in two years. Oh, yeah. So is this the year you attack as I'm, a Cardinal? I'm finding a good, decent quarterback in the middle rounds, third or fourth round. Might go to Baylor and get one. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, Seattle Oklahoma. will make a run. I mean, they still put that bad taste in Arizona's mouth after that butt whooping. That week what if you're the quarterback for the University of Kansas? And you know you have no shot quarterback in the league. But go be a coach, man. That's the worst. You can't even uh, go that's coach. The worst. But they got a radio show. I think they got a. <laughs> so you, what you trying to say? <laughs> they got a six. I think they got a six five guy over there. But he's a freshman or a sophomore, something like that. So you never know. You never know. It's all timing. Oh uh, man, we got to get to the game. Uh, okay, we got to get to the the uh, Golden State game tomorrow somehow. I think I'm gonna call somebody from the Cardinals. Not the Cardinals, but well, he is from the Cardinals. But I'm gonna call him again. Stephen Hunter, what's up, baby? Sean Ferretti. <laughs> mm, yeah. Any plans, man? You got to you got to do some things later. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I want to go out and enjoy this Mardi Gras. Now that you brought it up, you ain't got. No, I didn't think today was the official day, but you ain't got no beads. You ain't, don't even waste your time going I got out. Beads. You ain't got no beads. All I need is one. <laughs> <laughs> All I need is one. But yeah, I'm gonna go check out Fat Tuesday. On, yeah. on this Tuesday, I don't know where I'm going though. Uh, Taco Tuesday, I mean Sandbar. It's right down the street. Well, Sandbar, the local Patron is right down the street. Oh yeah, or local Patron. I forgot. I forgot about that. Right down the street from uh, Fat Tuesday for yeah. sure. Oh, you know what? It might be. But crazy. I don't know. I never been out like. I got to get my lift on on Fat Tuesday Mardi Gras on today in in Phoenix. You know, New Orleans. I'm pretty sure they they ready. In Phoenix, Arizona. Man, I don't know if they eating gumbo right now in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, right. They're getting ready. Let me tell you this. Diana Taurasi is coming back to Phoenix Mercury. Hello. They'll win the championship this year. No question. And they got they signed I, I, somebody else. I believe else. it. I, I believe it. They Re- signed somebody else too. I forgot to even I forgot her name. Oh, Robin <laughs> Harris was the guy. It's funny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Baby's kids. Who? Baby kids, yeah. Baby kids. Yeah. And that was in the stand up. See, that's a see, that's an early death. So that was a that was in the stand up, yeah. But um, when we talking about them kings and comedy, it's just disrespectful when Richard Pryor was still alive. Was he still alive? Uh, Eddie Murphy's still alive. Kings of comedy. Y'all might be princes. I mean prince. <laughs> princes of the comedy. 
They were the Kings at that time. The Kings of comedy. It's Tuesday. It is. So we're going to be off we're tomorrow. We're going to be off tomorrow. We're going to tell you about Golden State. Oh, yeah, yeah, On yeah. Thursday. That's good. We can get to the arena We're going to tell you about Golden State, seeing them boys live in person. I need sweet I'm gonna tickets. i give it to you real. Sweet tickets. They're free food and drinks. Yeah. Wine was free. Beer was free. The alcohol. I don't drink alcohol or hard liquor anymore. Anyway. Get us in the building. We'll find a way. Come on, Sports Talk. Demi Lachey. Kurt Keller is on assignment. We will talk to you guys Thursday. We out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.